0: There is a candle in every soul You're listening to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio Some dark cold. There is a spirit Who brings a fire Ignites a candle And makes it warm.
1: Good morning and welcome Here we praise the truth in God's creation through the ideas inspired by human imagination. During this hour, we hope to ignite your candle that you may use it to brighten the darkest corners in your world. Good morning! So glad to have you right here on Lit Speak on Blog Talk Radio, where we invite you to listen for an idea that will inspire you to tap into your imagination. Today is Tuesday, the 10th of February. Good the, morning, Derek. The
2: 10th of February already? Can you believe that?
1: No. <laughs> No, it's harder than 105
2: so, degrees outside.
1: Yeah, just about. Just about. We are having unseasonably high temperatures here in Colorado. It and you was hate... 80 degrees when I went to Colorado Springs the other day. And you it hate
2: 30.
1: it. I hate it. I hate it. In fact, I am flying out of here and heading to cold country tomorrow. So I can't I, believe I can't, I believe can't you. wait for those three-foot snow drifts and minus 12 degrees. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, no! So, think of me because I'm going to be having a wonderful time. Yes,
2: yes, you are. <laughs> it's going to be exciting for you.
1: We have a great show planned this morning. I have a couple of questions for our listeners. Do you like to write? Do you have work you'd love to see published? Have you ever wondered what the writing life is really like? You'll want to stay right here on Lit Speak on Blog Talk Radio as I introduce my next guest chris Chris Richards is an author, an editor, and a speaker whose passion lies with encouraging writers of all ages, no matter where they are in their writing journey, to hone their work to the highest possible level. <clears throat> Excuse me, Chris is an acquisitions editor with Lighthouse Publishing of the Carolinas and the founder of Words and Youth Writers' Conference, which carries the acronym way. Chris's debut novel will be released later this year. Welcome, Chris, Hi, Daddy. <laughs> How are you Great doing to today? Great to have you here with us this morning, Chris. I'm so excited to to have somebody on the show that I know. Some of the other guests we've had, I, I have never met them, but of course, you and I have known each other for a while. So I'm so yeah, thrilled New to have you here this morning. <laughs>
2: That's always good to have somebody that you know on the show. Yeah, it's exactly. easier to talk to. That's well, right.
1: Well, I don't know if that's – you know, I think we've been very fortunate to have some really wonderful guests, and I know Chris is going to be our next one, so <laughs> I'm excited for today. Chris, you founded the, the WAY Conference, which is Words and Youth Writing Conference. Tell us about
3: that. Words and Youth is for teenagers and non-teenagers and near, I'm oh boy, I can't even talk, near teenage (laughs) writers. So we've even had them as young as 11 come to the conference. Basically, it's an opportunity for the teens to learn about writing, to learn about the writing world, and most important, to learn that they have friends out there that love to write too, that they're not weird because they like to write. Yes. (laughs) And you, you, you and I as authors know that we've, that, that whole weird thing can get crazy.
1: Well, that's a big <laughs> thing among young people too. I mean, it's even more sure. exacerbated among young people. We yeah. already feel weird, Chris. <laughs> and the,
3: <laughs> right.
1: And, and I, I hear what you're saying that mm-hmm. young people sometimes feel like they're kind of out of out of the mainstream of things if they mm-hmm. have that creative ability and they want to express that creative ability. Well, tell us how. You decided what workshops to present. Tell us a little bit about the workshops that you are presenting. How do you find your speakers? I'm I'm curious to know how somebody even goes about organizing this because organizing is not my strong point, believe me.
3: <laughs> well, part of it is having a good team behind you <laughs> because organization is not my strongest skill either. <laughs> but I just wanted to reach out to these young people. I wanted to reach out to Writers Period because that is my passion. And I started talking to friends in writers' groups, critically important if you're part of the writing community, to find those writers' groups, talking to other writers at conferences, speakers at conferences, and ended up with a whole list of people that are interested in talking to the young people. So I started putting it together. Um, Actually, one of the hardest parts was finding a location that I didn't have to spend a lot of money for. Boy, isn't that the truth. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants their rent money these days. Boy, do they. But I uh, was blessed to have Grace Chapel Castle Rock come alongside and give me my space free. Ooh, well, so I appreciate nice. yeah. them.
2: That's a great price.
3: <laughs> I love that prize. <laughs> so we got the space, and I started talking, like I say, at conferences, at writing groups, just talking to friends that I knew were in the writing world. And a lot of people are interested.
1: That's always good to find out that that there is an interest. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Chris, I see from a a flyer I have here of the conference, one of the things, several things I really like. One of your workshops is entitled Multiple Markets, and it addresses the fact that writing isn't just about novels, that there are many different Facets of of writing that are available to all writers, actually.
3: That's true. They can go magazines. We have I have a lot of friends who have written multiple articles for Chicken Th- Soup for the Soul. There are other anthologies out there. I have one writing friend that is actually putting together anthologies of science fiction stories. And fantasy stories, which are very popular with the youth right now.
1: Oh, that's big with kids, yeah.
3: So, and there are magazines, there are blogs, there's tons of ways that you can promote your writing. And the neat thing is they're interactive. If you write a short story or an article in a magazine, you can mention your book or your blog, so you can always cross-reference, too. And that's part of the whole marketing journey, which is a big issue in writing
1: sometimes blogging is a fun way for teens to get to kind of get their work out there in that they
2: yeah they share it, it
1: with each other and
2: it's something that they're familiar with exactly uh, using the computer i know that my son uh, is very familiar because they're doing it in school okay a lot of classrooms now uh require Blogging in on their assignments—that's how they actually turn oh, in their neat. assignments. I know in his science classes there are. So that's something that they're they're familiar with too.
1: And if they get good at it, eventually they can even make some pretty good money. Yeah, <laughs> yes. there are some blogs that I've never written for one, but there are some blogs that actually pay sure. quite well for sure. opinion blogs, mm-hmm. and political blogs, and sports blogs, and things of this nature, so it's a good foundation mm-hmm. for young mm-hmm. people to get started yeah. in what may prove to be a
2: lucrative... Right, yeah, something that they could go into yeah, as yeah, a career. Yeah.
3: Uh, another
2: and thing I
0: noticed...
3: Have... Go ahead, Chris. And they actually have a advantage over me because most of them can handle the blogs and the computer better than I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they know the, they know their computers, that's for sure.
3: Well, I've learned a lot, but I still have a long, long ways
2: to go. Oh,
1: my goodness. In fact, I blogged about that the other day, the, what they call the learning curve. and And the thing is, at my age, if I would just take the time, it take like three hours and say, okay, I'm going to spend this three hours learning nothing but this. But no, I'll I'll do the roundabout way because it's something I'm familiar with. But it takes me three times as long to accomplish my goal because I don't want to sit down and take the time to look at the book and read the instructions. and It's terrible.
2: I'm sorry, Pat. When, when you said that, the first thing that came to mind was at your age, you don't have time. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: That's you, so, you think that's funny? I look back and I wonder how in the world I worked 40 hours for a living because I don't have any time, ever. I'm so
2: sorry. Chris, I'm so mean to Pat. I don't. I'm so sorry. He is. He's
3: always mean to me, Chris. <laughs> that's okay. She'd think sorry. you didn't love her if you weren't mean to her. I
2: know it. I know it. Right. She knows I love her because I tease her. <laughs>
1: else I noticed that I really liked about your conference, you talk about, you have a a workshop entitled Publishing Basics, and it it talks about learning the ins and outs of traditional and self-publishing and what's in between, but it also says this class is open to parents at no charge, Mm. and I really like that because it helps engage parents in their young person's interest, for one thing, and I think it also sets parents' mind at ease Mm -hmm. in that Somebody's not going to scam my kid for money
3: and for their writing and and this sort of thing. That was a big reason why we actually set up that class that way. When when Dave Sheets is talking about publishing both in the traditional world and the self-publishing world, and as you know, there's a world in between there, too, where it's part and part. We give both the kids and the opportunity. Number one, most kids, as most writers, period, don't have any idea of all that's involved in their book published. It's a big job, and there's a lot of pieces to it. So they need to learn that. But also, their parents need to know what's going on, as you said, so that, number one, they can support their young writer and support them and help them on that writing journey. But also... Unfortunately, publishing, like every other aspect of life today, has scams involved. And one of the things yeah, we mm-hmm. talk about are, are the red flags. I mean, look at your contract. What are you getting for this? What are you getting for this? What do you pay for this? What do you pay for that? So we're teaching both the kids and their parents to help protect the kids so they'll be able to write and not end up getting scammed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I know. Even i I've, I've become a fair user of Twitter. I have some idea what I'm doing. I think, <laughs> and I've noticed people that will follow me, and when I follow them back, I'll get their message. Well, for 1995, sure. you can get me. I can get you fifty thousand followers. Yeah. I have responded really mm-hmm. to them because I think sure. mm, I don't know if I want your fifty thousand followers. <laughs> yeah. So, so you just have so, to be you, careful out there, and I'm sure you do on on your Facebook or whatever, Chris. Get all those ads for publish your book with us for x amount of money. And yeah, yeah, it's, right. It's a, it's a scary world out there. Someone's always trying to get get you to hand over money for not for nothing in return. <laughs> <All> right,
3: <laughs> and we don't and we don't want that to happen to our kids. So no. yeah absolutely my not. young my young writers are just too precious to me to see that happen to them. <laughs>
1: mhm. That's definitely right. I agree
3: Chris as a
1: aspiring, I still call myself aspiring writer because I certainly don't have anything out there much i I have a couple of pieces, but nothing that anybody's going to remember me for years after I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think I you think might, might be surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they talked about Neil Armstrong and all that's this stuff right, they, That's right. That's right. Junk in his bag. Junk in
2: his
1: bag. <laughs> he, yeah. Anyway, what I was going to say is in the whole spectrum of writing between magazines and newspapers and all this, it, it kind of reminds me, you know, when you're in a hospital and you see all the staff there, you see the nurses and you see the nursing AIDS and you see the housekeeping people and everybody has their part and does a wonderful job. But there's something about when you see a surgeon walk in the room Mm -hmm.
0: it's
1: like, Wow This guy is the epitome of medicine. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) And I, I think I think we as writers tend to feel that way about novelists and you have joined that rank because you have your a novel coming out later this year. So you have reached that
2: esteemed (laughs) peak, You're a surgeon now, Chris. Yeah,
1: there you go. Wield the scalpel. So do do tell us about your novel that's releasing later this year. When can we find it? Where can we find it? What's it about? Why did you write it? Tell us all the good stuff.
3: Okay, first of all, one of the things I'd like to point out is first-time novelists are always labeled as overnight successes,
0: <laughs>
3: this one was only ten years. It only took me ten years to market this, and about five more years before that to ri-
2: write it. Yeah.
3: yeah. So, so my overnight success took about fifteen years.
2: It was a long night. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: is. But the book is called Shattered Trust. It's Ooh, being Shattered published Trust. by P- Oh Wow. Shattered Trust. It's being pr- uh, published by Prism Book Group. The um, Shattered Trust is the story of a police officer who, in a moment of epiphany, right at the beginning of the book, realizes that he's gone over to the dark side. He's become no. a bad cop. Mm. And in that realization, decides to turn his life around, both professionally and then personally. And it's his journey back to being a good cop, a good father. And a good man in general, and some people don't appreciate the fact he wants to go to the good side, so he gets of into course, a lot yeah. of trouble along the way.
1: Wow, sounds like a yeah. great
3: story. Keep so going. It's got a little, it's, just, it's got <laughs> suspense in it. It's got a little bit of romance, not very much, because he's trying to reunite with his wife. So there's a little romance in there, a lot of suspense, a lot of action. As to why I wrote it, it's a story that popped into my head when I was a young wife. That was quite a few years ago. And it just lasted since then. It just came about from there. Mm -hmm. I really don't have a specific place it came from.
1: Do you have any experience with law enforcement, Chris? Do you have a family member or anything that's involved in law enforcement at all?
3: My husband was a police officer for 11 years. Oh okay. oh, okay. There you go. So and you he was some... my yeah, technical support. He was the one that helped out with know this would happen, no, this wouldn't happen.
1: Exactly, and it's so important for writers to have someone sure, that
2: sure
3: in there
1: have a technical advisor.
2: Like, yeah,
3: he, yeah. He's one thing he points out quite frequently to me is because I am writing for a Christian market and from a biblical word. Worldview, I had to cut, tone down the language a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, he that's tells me that good. part is not quite right.
2: Had to clean your cop up a little bit, didn't
3: you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I and
1: how many times have Evil buddies even more. Yeah. How many times have we debated that issue on writers' groups, Chris, as to how much language do you allow, do you allow any, and... Are you portraying realistically if you don't use it, and should are you we go another line if you do and
2: fifty shades of gray or <laughs> which way should we go here yeah. yeah yeah
3: that that is a problem for writers, depending on their audience because and this book does qualify for this factor. People want books, a lot of people want books that they can safely leave laying around their house and not worry if their child or their grandchild
2: is going to find that book and read it yeah that's a great
3: point yeah yeah not only that
1: but some people just have never had any exposure to certain things and they are very very offended when they're confronted with it in a book
2: yeah chris do you talk about that with with your with your youth when you talk about with your your young writers do you talk about that that idea of what kind of language to use and and because i can think of some of the language that the young people use and how they they use it do you talk about that uh, with them at all
3: yes we do we do talk about what kind of language and actually most language with obscenities in it is a failure by the author to come up with a good word
2: yeah so yes, we yeah. so we
3: encourage them we encourage them to write words that are strong and vivid pictures and not just something that they're being lazy with. So it works both ways. Number one, your reader doesn't usually want most of the language.
0: But at the same
3: point, we want our kids to be coming up with the stronger words, the words that are more descriptive, the words that help them get their point across in a positive and unique way.
2: Yeah. I think that's probably the same things we teach our kids, I think. I think so. I, I, I can remember telling Jacob and Stephanie that 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 <laughs> you know, that's just uh, that if you want to use that word, that's just a lazy word. What do you really you what do really you really want to say? Say? what are you really trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. I never thought about that in writing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's very true. So Chris, if if you have your your group of young writers at your workshop and you have a young writer that comes up to you and says you know what, I just have this burning passion in my heart and my soul. I want to be a writer. Why would you encourage that person to pursue this career? In other words, what are the rewards of being a writer?
3: In your well, the opinion- first thing I tell them is the reward is not money. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. is. Yeah. If you're looking for <laughs> money, honest. it's the wrong thing.
3: Yeah, because yeah. the majority of writers don't make make very little, if any money. I, you know, There are the exceptions there's the joel rosenbergs there's the jk rowling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. rowling all of those they get to make a lot of money at it but those are few and far between it's more important to develop what is in your heart if you have a passion for writing or a passion for art or a passion for anything If you don't work with that passion, develop that passion, grow that passion, you're going to be miserable. So my word to those young ones is go with your passion. Do what you're passionate about. Now, just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean you don't have to learn skills. Mm -hmm. Because the craft of writing is just as important as the passion and the story. So they do have to learn the skills. It's work. It's not... Uh, Just sitting down and writing a novel, it Mm -hmm. doesn't work. They have to build those skills and that passion, but they need to go with the passion. The other thing is generally if they have a passion in their heart to write, they also have a message that they want to share with someone. Now, in the Christian market, that can be the Christian message, the message of the gospel, But it can also be political, it can also be social, it can be a lot of things. They have a passion that they have been given to share with the world. And the way they share that is through their novels. It's been shown statistically, and I would have to do some digging to find the actual statistics for you, that if you read something in a book where it's just a list of facts, you may Mm -hmm. or may not retain that. But if it's part of a really, really good story, you're going to remember that story, and that story will key to that thought. So I encourage the kids, believe in your passion. Believe in yourself. That passion was put inside you for a reason, and you have what it takes.
1: The comment that you just made, Chris, I have seen that in Christian biblical fiction. Sure. There have been Uh many stories that didn't really reach me that deeply, as I read them in the Bible, Mm -hmm. but Uh you read them put into the context of a good historical, biblical fiction, and wow, the whole... It just
2: sticks in there, and you remember, and changes the story for you.
1: It does. Right. It comes
2: out of Scripture, yeah. makes you more
1: able to actually apply it to your own daily life and realize what this particular person went through, because in the Bible, it's so condensed. (laughs) You know, sometimes the story is told in... Four verses yeah. in the Bible, but they're trying to dig to right. say,
2: "What does God want me to get out of that?" Yeah, and, and then, what was
1: the emotion of this care, of this person? and yeah. and I think you're really then you put good. it in the
2: context of a story, and you're like, "Oh, yes, I get it."
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah I love those things. aha moments. I yes. love those aha moments.
1: Well, Chris, we we're going to go to break here in a couple of minutes. But to, well, why do you be thinking about this while we're on break? What drawbacks are there other than the fact that you don't make money? <laughs> 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 to, to writing as a profession, I think we can we can expound on that, and also we uh, will be doing a giveaway here in a yes. while, and we'll bring that up. Our giveaways are always exciting.
2: And we I have know. a we have a winner we from last to... week's giveaway. Yes,
1: we do, and I always mm-hmm. announce that right after we come back from break, so and
2: it's not me.
0: <laughs> not there this time.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna get on that random dot org and fix it or something. Mike reminded huh? what's what's the deal with that? <laughs> just doesn't my name just doesn't come up. So for our listeners, you're listening to Lit Speak right
1: here on Blog Talk Radio. Our guest today is Chris Richard. She's an author and an editor and the founder of The Way, which is Words and Youth Writers Conference. And when we come back, we will be talking some more about the writing life and <clears throat> the good and the bad and sometimes even the ugly.
2: <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Two roads diverged in a wood and I took the one less traveled. And that has made all the difference. The road less traveled internet ministries. Derek and George Live. Becoming Christlike. Solo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey. A journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana, is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy, Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So, whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbitrace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbitrace Golf Club a shot because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one.
4: Stay connected to what matters most with high speed service from Seacom. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high speed internet or an in home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails download music and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast colorado our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes but with a fiber connection the sky is the limit for the business ccom offers voice plans broadband internet bsl and ethernet circuits our fully integrated metro ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead with only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers you really will experience the internet at the speed of light we also offer point to point data links to connect all of your business locations and if you're looking for carrier grade data transport or dark fiber look no further than SeaCom's extensive privately owned fiber network we own and maintain our own network with more than twelve hundred miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast Colorado so whether you're looking for dark fiber for cable a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport. Seacom has the answers. Visit us at seacom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. CECOM, world-class communications right in your backyard.
3: Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. We'd love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries.
0: Welcome
1: back to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Hi, we're back with our guest, Chris Richards. We were talking about writing and the writing life, the... Various aspects of what it means to be a writer. Chris is the founder of Words and Youth Way Writers Conference and she she talked about that at the beginning of the show and we also need to make our listeners aware of the date and time. Of the conference, but before that, I forgot I didn't announce our giveaway winner. You My goodness, uh, I usually come back with the winner of the giveaway, and I didn't do it this morning. I'm so sorry. The winner of our giveaway, drum roll, is Elsie Dodge. Elsie Dodge. Elsie, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you for entering the giveaway, and I'm thrilled that you have won a copy of the book that. Sarah Goff offered last week, it is called No Plan B, Mm -hmm. Discovering God's Blueprint for Your Life, and you also have won a $10 Starbucks card, and what writer doesn't want a $10 Starbucks card? What is it with that, with writers (laughs)
0: and
2: Starbucks?
1: So
0: congratulations,
1: (laughs) Elsie. Yes.
2: Yes. And and later on, we're going to be give it, doing another giveaway. Yes, we
1: will be doing another giveaway. Doing giveaways, another giveaway. <laughs> yes, it's always exciting when we announce our giveaways, but we're not going to give away what the giveaway is until it's is it giveaway up? time. Is it so. up yet?
2: Yeah, is it up on the website yet? No. Oh, come on. No, I, get it I
1: don't have my page active. I make my page active right after or right before
2: I i got to get my it, name so. in there. You're We're not just...
1: getting your name in there early, Derek. No, <laughs> you're not. So forget it. Oh. I've already learned a way to circumvent oh, your oh. deceptive oh. ways.
2: I can figure a way to hack into <laughs> your... I'm to your page, Patty. <laughs> hey, that's not funny anymore. Yeah, not it's anymore. It isn't funny. Yeah, not funny anymore, is it?
1: Oh, goodness, yeah. I've heard they could even hack into your car and take over control of it when you're driving down I-25. That's pretty scary. Yeah, that is. <laughs> well, let's that get is. back to let's get back to a a more positive note here, and and Chris and our writing. Although I don't know if what we're going to talk about next is positive, because. <laughs> <laughs> did say that we were going to talk about some of the drawbacks that there are to the writing profession, Chris, and, uh, yeah, not making money is one, for sure. That's
2: probably at <laughs> the top of the list, I would imagine, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's definitely up there fairly high. <laughs> but other drawbacks, let's see. There's waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning with an idea that won't let you go to sleep until you get up mm-hmm. and write it down. Mm-hmm yep and but one of the bigger biggest ones, I think, especially for the teenagers and for all of us really, but especially for teens, is it makes you be weird. you have all <laughs> these <definitely>. characters <laughs> yeah, it, does. it does you have all these characters and stories running around in your head, and I've actually you'll love this, Patty. <laughs> They were just. I was in a class where they were describing the characteristics of somebody that's likely to go postal and start shooting people. Mm. And it's a person that's alone a lot, spends a lot of time on their computer, and has voices in their head telling them what to do and arguing with them. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there, and I sat there a few days later in a writers' group, realizing that's the description of a writer. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're on our computers a lot. We're alone a lot because it is just us on our computers in the story. And we do have characters in our head that are arguing with us. Now, most people believe that if we create a character, that character is going to do what we tell them to do. Wrong. They argue. They do things I don't want them to do. And this is true of every writer because they don't, our characters do not cooperate with us. But the important thing to notice is the big difference in those two profiles is yes. we yeah. do we do something positive with our characters. We put them on the paper. We don't actually go out and start shooting people. Mhm. Yeah. What well, another
1: so, big issue I think for Go ahead, I'm sorry, Chris.
3: Go ahead. I'm good.
1: Another big issue for for a writer and and the writing life is that isolation. You become very isolated from your family, from your friends, because you can't sit and write anything constructive, or at least I can't. Uh, when you're trying to fix dinner, or,
2: sure, or there's an isolation factor. With, yeah,
1: with family members, or mm-hmm. watch the TV or whatever, and it's sometimes that can create some real problems if you have family members who just don't understand.
3: It does, and. The ridiculous thing is, when an idea comes into your head, if you don't write it down, you'll forget it. It's either use it or mm-hmm. lose it. Mm-hmm. So you can be at a party, you can be trying to fix dinner, you can be trying to sleep, you can be <laughs> on the road driving. More than once, I've ended up pulling off the road off the road to scribble down an idea real quick so I don't forget it. Sure. So it takes us out of, especially if you're at a party or with friends and stuff. Now, my husband and a few others have gotten used to me. All of a sudden, I'm scribbling notes down. And I I don't write a lot then. But it does take you out of the group. It does take you away. It does make you someone different. Mm -hmm. But the important thing is to find friends that value that, that value that you're special. You're not weird. You're not odd. You're special. (laughs) And And they want you to be because they believe in what you're doing. That's yes. part of the importance of writers' groups and writers' conferences. I go to a writers' conference. I don't have to worry about if I get a weird idea. I don't and
1: have Somebody's going to worry be willing it. to listen to
2: it. <laughs> right, yeah. And yeah, be excited to be you
3: in, in a corner. corner.
2: Mm-hmm. Right,
3: they are. So that's part of what we're trying to accomplish with WAY, with the Words in Youth program, is not only the conferences, but also building a network of friends between the teens. So that when they are feeling weird, they've got somebody to run to.
2: And that's huge. Someone there on I mean, in the that's case. huge for them. Mm-hmm. It really is.
3: And while I'm thinking of it,
1: Chris, go ahead and give us the particulars of the conference date and time. And okay,
3: the next week conference there and, is Saturday, March 14th. It's being held at at the Grace Chapel in Castle Rock, Colorado. Registration starts at 8 o'clock in the morning and will be done about 4 4.30, depending on what how long people talk. I will be giving a class that day on plots and how to develop your plots. It's called From Here to There. Carolyn Shero will be speaking on the multiple markets on getting your story into not only books, but magazines, blogs, etc., Dave Sheets with uh, Believer's Press will be talking about the whole publishing world, that type of thing. And Tracy Sockrider, who will be our other speaker, has a surprise craft activity, and we're not telling people what that is yet.
1: Oh, how fun.
3: <laughs> so, And then we're in the process of setting up our next conference, which will be sometime toward the end of June or mid of, mid-July. mid We're still working on getting the location, so I don't have the exact date yet. But that one is going to be focused on science fiction and fantasy writing.
1: Oh, that'll be neat.
3: So they can watch our website for the, uh, the details on that.
1: And please tell us what your website is, Chris.
3: It's com.
2: Okay, and when they go there, they can find all that information. is is all the information there on on the on the conference Chris,
3: yes, all the information yeah. there is on the conference there, mm-hmm. and plus a link to register for the conference,
2: oh good, yeah,
3: and it's only thirty five bucks that includes lunch includes the lunch if the lunch is pizza I mean with teenagers, I figure pizza always works. Pizza
2: oh, always works Always <laughs> works Take it from a youth pastor I can tell you Pizza is a winner
3: <laughs> now, Chris
1: I'm trying to pull up the site here And I'm getting a message that says "wordsandyouth.wordpress.com" uh, is no longer available
3: Okay let me pull it up <laughs> We
1: want to get our listeners To the right place Yeah I don't want
3: to give them bad information Let me double check that Okay Not that I would ever misspeak I only do that about two or three times a
2: minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's—I think of of my of Jacob, my son, uh, who who has even. Well, I think he published a couple times in Star Songs for you, Pat. Yeah. Oh, um,
1: yes, yes. He wrote some amazing work too.
2: And how how much, especially in the high school here? Mm-hmm uh they they really are working with kids in writing and i know how much that that made an impact on him as he, as he was growing up he's a senior now and and writing was huge for him in fact uh we still have uh christine my wife keeps a, keeps a big giant green folder we still have all of the things There's that he's written home. yeah uh in fact mm-hmm. yesterday i was going through some of that stuff and pulled out the star songs uh a couple did? of star songs yeah yeah that so i know what a huge impact that makes uh and how important a conference like this can be uh to you know all kids especially the ones who are interested in writing Definitely or interested. or or even just questioning uh, should i should i is this something i should do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I, I think this conference would be great for them you know, on on a number uh, a number of levels of friendship of networking of
4: Definitely. Of getting
2: into a, a craft, working on a craft, uh, I think, I think we need a lot more of those. Chris, I was going to ask you, and Pat, maybe you can pipe in on this too, because I, I don't know. Do the numbers of of youth who are riding now are is that number going up? Are we seeing an an increase in that or a decrease? In in the number of young people who are coming into the to the writing craft,
3: I really haven't seen any numbers on it, mm-hmm. but I do know uh, the young people that I talk to. They're looking for ways to have their voices heard. Yeah, they want pe- to know that people are listening to them, and many of them are turning to writing for that. Many of the youth that I'm talking to. Are turning to youth for that purpose so that they can make themselves heard. And I mean, when we were kids, that's what we wanted.
0: Sure. To be yeah. heard.
3: I think yeah. that's a normal thing for every kid out there. And they, it's a beautiful thing when you see it. And yeah. you, it's a beautiful thing when you see their faces light up, knowing that they've gotten their point across. Real quick, and I, I do that's... have a correction on the website. Oh good. It's it's way words and youth. W A Y words and youth. Wordpress dot com. There we go.
1: Okay, very good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got it. Excellent. Well I was going to following your point that you were just mentioning, Chris, I think a lot of our young people they begin their they're writing, they mm-hmm. use social networking, sure. social media as a sure. venue for that. If only someone would come along and steer them right. into something more, because yeah. young Correct. people just love to do the Facebook posting. Of course, they do 500,000
2: words on their texts yeah, every week.
1: Exactly. <laughs> they text back and forth and they express. Their feelings in in this manner, and if someone can, like you, can just rein them yeah. in and say, "Hey, we've got something even better." You've than-
2: already written four novels. All exactly. you got to do is put yeah. it between two covers, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you can do exactly. it. Exactly. You can do it. Well, that it, does it, t-
3: That yeah, that does tie <laughs> into one of the negatives, is the world of editing, because yes. unfortunately, <laughs> what we write first time around is not that good. Right. And the world of editing goes can drive you insane rapidly.
2: Oh, it sure You time. know, and I have a question on that because I ran into that on on with Jacob. I've run into it with myself, but it but you have these young people who come to you with all sorts of different uh types and personalities and every Do young people respond well to editing? The, with the fact of, uh, you know, we encourage them go go write, go share, go, and then okay, now we gotta now we gotta kind of polish it up a little bit. Do, do, Chris and and Pat as well. Do you guys find that that young people respond well to the editing process of? Ooh, we gotta we gotta <laughs> fix a few things here.
3: What's your they take resp- on that, Chris? They respond well if it's handled properly.
0: Yeah, and this exactly. is
3: one of the challenges for an editor. If I go in there and look at Patty's work and I say, Patty's writing and I say, this mm-hmm. is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, her response is going to be negative.
0: Mm-hmm. Her
3: response is going to be, so what, I don't care, I don't want to try anymore, I don't want to risk the, the rejection, mm-hmm. etc. But And good editors do this. If we go in and we say, okay, this is an interesting thought, but do you think it would work better if you said it this way or if you Mm -hmm. attempted this? That is where a lot of the responsibility of the editor comes in to reach out to that young person and tell them things need changing in a positive manner so that they don't feel like it's wrong it's a way to make it better the way to get your words across your thoughts across better as opposed to being wrong because there really is no wrong when you're writing it you know when i was working with Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when i was working with star songs i had young people that oh my goodness they really did a lot for my ego yeah (laughs) because i would i would receive their work and i would i always praised some aspect of their work. Sure. And then I would offer my recommendations. And I would have these young people who would write back, oh, thank you, machine. Oh, I so yeah. appreciate you yeah. taking the time to... They they just made you feel like yeah, you just changed their whole life. You and really yet, do
2: step into the role of, of a teacher to them. Sure. And, and, whether and they were so no appreciative yeah.
1: that somebody mm-hmm. actually took the time to look at their work and gave sure. them feedback instead of saying, I don't want this. Yeah. And yet there were other young people that I handled the exact same way, praised their work, but made recommendations and never heard from them again. Mm-hmm. So uh, some people were just devastated by the fact that their work wasn't perfect the first time and my take on that was that they probably would not have made it in the writing world or they are very immature at this and just aren't ready
2: sure so yeah
1: that's that's my take on it. yeah
2: got a got a giveaway time coming up that's right it is it is giveaway giveaway coming up the time flies doesn't It it does it really does. How, what are we giving away? Well, are you going to do your jingle? Oh, you know what? I'm going to do the jingle. Here we go. Are you, are you ready? Here comes my jingle. <laughs> it's time for Let's Speak Literary steal of the Week.
4: The steal of the Week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our steal of the Week for today, for this week. Yeah? Chris has very graciously offered a registration fee mm-hmm. to some winner who mm-hmm. would like to go to the to the Waywriters Conference. That is a value of what, thirty five dollars, Chris? Thirty mm-hmm. five dollars. Thirty five dollars. Yes. So that's quite a a nice gift. And also uh, we realize that we probably have some listeners out there who either live too far away to attend the conference or really aren't interested in a teen conference. So we mm-hmm. have Another gift that we're giving away today, and that is a book entitled A Fistful of God. It's a story about a young teen who is struggling with her mom's alcohol addiction. Mm -hmm. It's a very well-written story. The author of that book is Therese M. Travis.
2: It's a YA book?
1: It's a young adult book. A young adult book, yeah. Yes. So both of those gifts are being offered. And the way to enter the giveaway is to go to my website which is ww.patty Sheen S H E N E dot com and click on the blog talk radio tab and then you will see a page that says giveaway in big letters. You go to the bottom of that page, there's a button that says add comment. And you can leave any comment you want. You can say, "I want the book," "I want the," "I want to go to the conference."
2: Mm-hmm. Enter me. Right.
1: You can say anything you want to. Yeah. And you will be entered in the giveaway. Do be aware that when you do leave a comment, when you hit that comment button, you'll receive a short form that you need to fill out, which is basically your name, where you live, and where you live could be anything. You could put United States if you want to. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter and your email address. Your email address will not be published unless you actually put your email address in the body of the comment. I'm the only one who can see that. Mm -hmm. And also, don't panic if you leave your comment and it doesn't show up because it will not show up until I go in there and physically approve it. And that's a setup of my webmaster probably for you're
2: just power hungry. That's reasons. all it is, I have all isn't this it? You have all I... this control and <laughs> you love it.
1: I've never had a <laughs> comment on there that I've turned down ever, but I guess that's a possibility for someday.
2: Hey, go in and, so, and do that
1: anyway. We we encourage our listeners to go in and and once again we have the thirty five dollar registration yeah. fee for the way conference, which is being held. Chris, I'll let you take over and. Reiterate the details.
3: That's Saturday, March 14th at Grace Chapel Castle Rock from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m.
2: And Chris, if it's okay, you know what I'd, I'd love to do is to, we have a flyer here, and if it's okay, I wanted to make some copies of that and take it around to the English teachers that I know. Uh, here I at would love uh, it, La yeah, Hunta we'll High that. School well. and yeah. Swink we can do it and, uh, and then encourage them to hey there is a giveaway if somebody wants to try and win a free uh, a free trip to it um, just to let English because I know uh, and Jacob tells me this there are just a, a number of kids in, in these English classes who are you know aspiring writers or, or really interested in, in the trade and or the craft, I guess, and uh, if, if that's okay, uh, I, I, I'm going to make some copies of that and take it around to the schools.
3: I would love to have you do that, and if there's someone else out there that would like be interested in doing that, I'll take all the publicity I can get, and I would be glad <laughs> to mail or email or whatever to get flyers to them if they just want to contact me, and they can okay. do that through Patty. I'm sure Patty'll pass the information along so they can reach me, yes.
2: yes, yeah, that would be great because I think it's an I think it's a great opportunity and probably uh not something that and and i don't I don't know if high school teachers do this, but without being you know encouraged or reminded of this there's probably been probably not something that that young people know are going on, they probably don't have in their mind that hey, I should go to a writing conference they go mm-hmm. so. I thought that would be a good thing to do. That would be excellent. Yes. I think yes. that'd that be would a be good a good thing idea. to do.
3: One thing I do want to mention, though, in conjunction with that, this conference is put on from a Christian worldview because that's who I right. am and I can't do anything else. However, it is not a Christian conference only. We're not going to be standing up there preaching or anything. We're talking about the right... <laughs> the craft of writing sure right so they can come they do not have to be christian and i'm not going to be preaching to them so they don't have to worry about that but it's and an that's a, opportunity that's a very good
1: thing to bring up
2: yeah that that is that's a that's a great point to make
1: you may have some parents who don't really have any particular religious affiliation and they don't sure. particularly want their kids mm-hmm. "Quote unquote exposed to whatever." So sure. yes, I thank you for bringing that. Sure, along. and I'll
2: yeah. let I'll let all of the teachers know uh, that that that's what it is. But I think this is a a great opportunity for kids who are interested uh, to get to something that that really isn't you know isn't that far away. It's not like they have to get on a plane and and <laughs> and go someplace. I mean they travel miles and miles and miles every weekend to go to sporting events and things like that. And if some kid's really interested, young person's interested in doing that, uh, I think it's great to be able to get it into their hands. I agree 100% with you. Yeah. We've got about uh, seven minutes. Can you believe that seven minutes?
1: getting back to what we were talking about earlier, have you ever experienced, well, I know you've probably experienced some discouragement, but you, have you ever experienced feelings of jealousy toward another writer who succeeds and you find yourself wondering, well, gee, I don't think they work near as hard as I do. <laughs> how, come, how come they get all this acclaim? It's not and
2: fair, God. It's not
1: fair.
3: Have
2: you ever <laughs> had
1: those
3: kind of feelings and how'd you deal with them if you did? I would really love to be able to say I didn't, <laughs> but the truth is I want to to, I want my book out there as much as sure. anyone else does. Yeah. But yeah. one of the things in the writing world is you build relationships, you build friendships, You want to be happy for your friends too. And yes, there's a twinge of that jealousy that goes on because we are all human and we do want that attention. But the bottom line is every time anyone gets a contract for a book or their book published, it helps us all because it puts more books out there. One of the biggest sadnesses in the world today for me is... If you talk to groups that teach literacy, adults, teach adults how to teach, read, I mean, they say the average home in America has three books.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, I make up
3: for about 25 people. Wow. (laughs) I figure (laughs) I I take care of the entire town of Castle Rock. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, I I have. Due to all the computers and medium and... TVs, etc. There's not a lot of books out there, and mm. the interesting thing is, I saw a study recently that people retain knowledge better if they read it in a the old traditional form. Mm-hmm. They are they remember it better, they learn it better etc. And so whenever anyone gets published, it's a movement in the right direction for all of us to be reading.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. I know I have several. I I love my little Kindle app on my phone and Mm -hmm. on my computer. I really don't have a need for a Kindle because I've got those apps. And I I enjoy reading that way. Mm -hmm. However, there's times when it's like I just gotta have need a, to book be a book in your holding a book in my hand and the feel of it and
2: feel the page as you turn it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And being able to look and say, Oh, I have yeah,
2: yeah.
3: fifty pages what? left. What? Gotta stay up even though it's past my bedtime to finish <laughs> this one. Yeah. Plus as an author I can tell you there's no better feeling than actually feeling that book in your first hit in your hand for the first time. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I, yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe someday.
3: I've I've watched it in other people and I'm looking forward to experiencing it in my own blog. Yes. Oh
1: I'll bet. Yes. I'll bet. Well, so you're I don't know if I asked you what do you have a publication date yet, Chris?
3: Uh the date I have right now is just November of this year. Okay. okay. But I don't have a date in
2: November the exact well, date in November yet.
1: It'll be out in time for Christmas for a Christmas gift for
2: folks. Yeah. So that's great. And give us the name of it again, Chris. Shattered Trust Shattered Trust Shattered Trust by Chris Richards that, That's exactly so right be
1: looking for that toward the end of this year Yeah Chris we've had a wonderful wonderful time with you but unfortunately it's time to say goodbye
2: <laughs> It's all over <laughs> we wanna, Chris
1: <laughs> We want to thank you for for spending this hour with us and I think you have imparted some very important information especially to young people about writing and your conference and and parents too Mm-hmm. So, and we
2: wish you the best of luck. We pray, we'll be praying for your conference. Yes, we will. Um, before you go, give us uh, give us the date one more time and where it's going to be. Just shout out that information and the website.
3: Saturday, March fifteenth at Grace Chapel, Castle Rock, from eight until four.
1: And the website.
3: Website is Way Words and Youth com.
2: Very good, Chris. Thank you so much for being with us today.
3: And thank you for having me. It's been enjoy it, Chris. God bless you.
2: Alrighty, bye
3: bye.
1: Bye bye. We have about a minute to talk about next week. Get yeah, we got a couple. We got next two week. two minutes. What are we going to do next week? Oh, we have a gentleman by the name of H. L. Wagley, and he's the author of the four book Pure Gen- Genius series Mm -hmm. among other novels he has a fascinating background that we'll talk about next week he brings some unique qualities to his writing that make his stories compelling and definitely keep you up turning the pages of his novels i have spent more than one night way past my bedtime finishing up his his four books so i'm really excited to have
2: harry next week it's exciting because every week i get to meet a new person (laughs) <laughs>
1: exactly right. get to
2: meet a new person
1: so as always before we leave let your heart be open to what God is telling you through your imagination and act upon it throughout this week and we look forward to seeing you back with us next week you've been listening to Patty Sheen on Lit Speak on Blog Talk Radio God bless God bless There is a
0: candle in every soul some brightly burning Some dark and cold There is a spirit Who brings a fire Ignites a gray.